in this universe of sound everything is musical and everything is magical welcome to chai with manju our special guest today is academy award nominated carnatic music vocalist music composer who's lovingly called the nightingale of south india let us meet bombay jai shri ram Hello and Thank welcome so to much. Boston. Thank you so much and for inviting me to your wonderful show. Thank you. So for somebody who is born in Kolkata, grew up in Mumbai, went to college in Delhi and then learned music in Chennai and has performed all over the world, you're truly a global ambassador for music. Now, what does that feel like? Um, I feel very blessed that I have this range of cities to fill my ears with the music from that region uh -huh. which is which is what i'm made of uh -huh. it's a lovely feeling and you said you said once that people see india through you right <laughs> very yeah, true, true right right yeah that's because every every mm -hmm. concert and every occasion for them is um, something that reminds them of the home when i perform overseas something that takes them back to their roots right 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 that's so true now let's talk about your early journey your uh, dad passed away when you were very young and your mom sita has been a very strong force in your life true, true. and you said that um, her journey became your journey and you're living your mom's dream true. so tell us a little bit about your early years So a house was filled with music full of houses full of people had high creative energies mm -hmm. my father my mother and everybody almost who came home had to be connected with some form of art mm -hmm. and primarily a um, music so i remember waking up in the morning to my father's sadhana practice and through the day people would be singing and then i remember going back to bed <laughs> to the music and before i even realized It was a lot of music that had seeped into me. Mm -hmm. It was a beautiful home. Right. And he said you also woke up to Akashwani, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> India radio was constantly playing <laughs> when others weren't singing. So right. we started with Akashwani signature tune, and then we heard Sangeet Sarita, and through the afternoon we heard Fauji Bhai ki um, um, Sangeet right up to Amin Sayani and Binaka Bhi. Yeah. Yes. So we're constantly growing up. Right. So many of us can identify with that. It also dates us. <laughs> Now, um, tell me um, one question that I've been wanting to ask you because your journey uh, with your mom was so significant in childhood. You would go to so many concerts with her, small play in one of uh, smaller places as well. Now, when you uh, heard you were nominated for Academy Award, what did you feel and how did you tell your mom? <laughs> When I heard it first from a friend who had tried to call me several times, and I was uh -huh. doing my rehearsals, and I didn't see the phone because it was in silent. Uh -huh. And then finally, I saw a glaring message and pick up the phone. <laughs> it's urgent. <laughs> and then she said, "There's oh, the TV is glaring with this news." Uh -huh. I was in complete disbelief until I really saw the television. And when I called up my mother, she didn't realize the magnitude of. Um, what this all was about, and she she just thought, oh, it's you're getting some big award. I said, yeah, it's a award that's based uh, in America. And she said, okay, 
remember that I will buy you a good sari which you can wear <laughs> to, to the Typical oh, witchy, right? right? <laughs> so the sari that you wore at the awards was bought by your mom? Absolutely. Right, right. Now, what did you feel like walking on the red carpet? Um, it was a beautiful feeling. I was awed by mm. the talent pool that was walking alongside mm -hmm. and um, I realized that a lot of work by many, many artists from mm -hmm. India has gone before me. It's just me who's representing their work, their talent and their art. But it was a huge blessing to be part of it the is. entire mm -hmm. movie making, the sound recording and then the carpet. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, um, another person who has been a great influence in your life, of course, I know you work with many gurus, but uh, your uh, uh, Guruji Lal Guri Jairaman, yeah. um, he has also shaped your journey very prominently. Now, what are some of the most important lessons that you learned from him? Many things, but mm -hmm. to list a few, mm -hmm. um, what immediately had a, a very deep imprint on me is his joy of learning, his mm -hmm. joy of wanting to be a student all his life, mm -hmm. and his quest for, ceaseless quest for perfection, mm -hmm. and his high expectations of students mm -hmm. um, from all of us, and he was very, very patient mm -hmm. with hard-working, sincere students, but he was totally unpardoning of any, even moments of slack work or insincerity, mm -hmm. uh, which prompted us to give our 100% because mm -hmm. he wouldn't take anything less than 100%. Mm -hmm. But he was such an affectionate, accessible, encouraging mm -hmm. grandmaster. Yeah. I'm fortunate that um, I realized what music was to me and what I could do with music once I came under his. And he enjoyed, uh, I was reading, he enjoyed all kinds of music. He used to watch Michael Jackson yes, and Mehdi Hassan yes, too, yes, right? Yes, yes. Because okay. for him, music was aesthetics that touched his heart was music supreme. And I would encourage us to borrow from other systems, other genres, and incorporate it into our being, not just our music. Mm -hmm. But to be able to relate to it at, at a very deeper level, so when we convey or present what we want to do, there are glimpses of everything that we have been impacted with. Okay. Now a journey such as yours, you know, it requires a lot of uh, discipline and perhaps some sacrifices as well. I mean, from a young child, you said you used to get up at 3.45, 4 o'clock, do your rehearse. Um, you, uh, uh, you said somewhere that you were not allowed to read books or magazines mm -hmm. and the notes were your friends, right? <laughs> so, um, do you have any regrets? I think to be proficient in anything, you have mm -hmm. to give it all. Mm -hmm. And then, because you give it all, you don't have time for many things. But mm -hmm. as a child, as, as a growing up adult, mm -hmm. you don't realize these things. And uh, But now, I when I look back, I wish I had done more of excluding things and done more of giving myself to this, which my mother and my gurus realized that I had to do. keep away the other attractions and distractions because it's the only way to do it. Mm -hmm. And yet after every 
concert, after every rendition, I feel, oh my God, there's so much left, so much under. Mm -hmm. So I'm constantly feeling that it's not good enough, mm. which means I have no regrets. If I have any, it's only that I should have given it more. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. Now, you have performed all over the world in so many places. Do you have any favorites? India, of course, and closest to India is a small little country called Sri Lanka, which is, of course. <laughs> which is my favorite uh, uh -huh. venue, favorite audience, hmm. um, people bubbling with enthusiasm and love for the art. It hmm. is my favorite place. Hmm. Now I'm going to ask you one question that I ask all the artists that I interview, <laughs> and I, I'm always surprised by answers. Mm -hmm. um, how do you prepare before a concert? Any amount of preparation seems not enough, but mm -hmm. my guru once told me, you know, just just think that you know nothing. Mm -hmm. Just go there with a clean slate, mm -hmm. an empty mind, an empty soul, mm -hmm. and the music will take over, depending mm -hmm. on how much you have prepared mm -hmm. for years. Mm -hmm. And I find that the most mm -hmm. beautiful aspect of preparation, mm -hmm. to just empty myself, still my mind, Mm -hmm. And then something else takes over. Mm -hmm. Do you have any rituals that you follow? Um, no, just be a good girl through the day. Better girl <laughs> on the day of the concert. <laughs> no special the right things or anything. No. Uh, well, yes, eat less perhaps and restrain from luxurious food. Do you know um, what you're gonna uh, perform that night, or you go by the audience? Uh, it's a mix of both. Sometimes mm -hmm. through a few nights before the concert, there's something that's going on in my mind, a particular raga, mm -hmm. or uh, the way I would look at that raga, or how I should present the mm -hmm. composition. Mm -hmm. I, but sometimes when I get there, I completely abandon that raga for some <laughs> reason. I feel, oh, maybe I should sing something else. Mm -hmm. And it's also the energy that I uh, am inspired with from my co-artists, sometimes the way um, they play a raga of the way they kind of trigger me onto thinking in a way. So it's a combination mm -hmm. of pre-planned things as well as something that's totally unplanned. And when you are on stage, are you aware of the audience or the world around you or are you lost in your own world? I think I'm lost. <laughs> I'm completely lost and um, yeah, I'm completely lost yeah. too. And I like it that way. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you, how do you relax after a concert? After the concert is all done and you come home, what do you do? How do you relax? Um, I don't like to think much about the concert immediately because I'm thinking of how better I could have done. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's good, sometimes mm -hmm. on a high. Mm -hmm. But I like to listen to my guru's music. Okay, after the concert? Concerts that I have, office. Uh -huh. Wow, that's very interesting. <laughs> now, apart from music, what do you do for fun? I know music is fun, but what else do you like to do? I play music for fun. Mm -hmm. I do music, and I do more music. <laughs> <laughs> do you like to write? Because I've seen some of the things that you write are actually uh, quite beautiful. Uh, once in a bit, yeah. Yeah. You like to travel? I travel all the time for concerts. Mm -hmm. And I've learned to like it. Okay. okay. So on a fun note, you said your mom bought that sari. I've mm. always seen you in gorgeous saris. Mm -hmm. Every performance mm -hmm. you wear gorgeous yeah. saris. 
and equally beautiful jewelry to match. <laughs> Do you shop yourself or somebody mm-hmm. picks you? Not anymore. I had uh, friends who understand what I want to just pick it up for me. Mm-hmm. But we come from a land of uh, very deep aesthetics. Mm-hmm. South India, Kanjivaram. Yes. That's so what you like to do usually, right? Yeah. Yes, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, you look very pretty on stage. So. Thank you. And you very... Uh, Another thing which I was very impressed uh, is that actually you're quite social media savvy too. Yeah, no, that's managed by <laughs> But once in a while I see a comment from you on Facebook, right? And uh, you also have um, teaching classes online. Is that right? Not online. No? Not online. Okay. It was I saw some digital classes. That was a course. That okay, that was a course. Okay. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not an online class. It's not. Okay, that was a course. So any plans for any academy or course online? Not as of now. Mm-hmm. No? What do you think of institutions like LearnQuest? You know, you're a guest mm-hmm. there. Uh, in pres- what role do they play in preserving our uh, classical music? Um, I think they play a wonderful role. Mm-hmm. Um, not just that they host concerts, but they bring Carnatic and Hindustani mm-hmm. musicians under the same platform for the same mm-hmm. festival. So they're actually bringing cross-cultural audiences. Right. Um, artists like me get to sing for audiences that may be normally audiences that come from Hindustani. Uh, so the energy and the vibration of an audience that uh, results in this, these kind of initiatives is wonderful. Okay. That's good. Um, I do want to ask you about uh, something which really impressed me, especially as a physician. Um, you talk a lot about autistic children and you have a school, Hitam, right? Where you, uh, there's a lot of autistic children and you uh, teach them and learn from them in some ways. Tell us a little bit about that. So it was more than a decade ago that I met this 10-year-old uh, boy who, uh, when I was receiving the usual compliments after a concert came mm-hmm. up to me and said, much to my disdain, mm-hmm. um, that you sang a wrong note. He looked straight into my eye and said that, and I didn't quite know what to tell him or how to react mm-hmm. until his mother, and she, she was then hugely embarrassed, and she came up to me and she said, uh, he has autism, so he says what he thinks and what mm-hmm. he feels. Um, I also recalled then that I had met a four-year-old boy who had been diagnosed with autism, mm-hmm. uh, singing phrases of a very difficult ragam, ragam which uh, even senior students like me find very difficult to navigate mm-hmm. with, wow. with such ease and mm-hmm. effortlessness, mm-hmm. Uh, which um, set me thinking about, is there a connection between music and autism? Mm-hmm. And then I embarked on a journey with my students mm-hmm. to sing in many schools, special mm-hmm. schools in Chennai and Bangalore, mm-hmm. and slowly, slowly started discovering that there is a connection between mm-hmm. music Absolutely. and autism. And there are some children who are, who are hugely inclined and talented mm-hmm. uh, with music. So this resulted in the forming of this organization, a trust called Hita, where we engage regularly with children with them. Autism and it has been a hugely satisfaction, satisfying and rewarding journey for me as as a human being, as a as an artist. Yes. Now, what do you want to do in future? What are your dreams? <laughs> I wish and hope that I can take this music to every nook and corner, every mm-hmm. village mm-hmm. in the world, uh-huh. 
and uh, offer this music to people who don't have an access to it and mm -hmm. seemingly haven't heard this music mm -hmm. before. Even within India, there are so many villages and remote places where they may have never heard a classical concert ever, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for whatever reasons. Mm -hmm. I really hope that by the, by the turn of the century, everybody in the world says, yes, I have listened to one classical concert. Oh. In your family, I know your brothers are into music as well, and you're, you're married, and your son is 19 year old. Um, is he into music as well? Yes, yeah. Okay. He's a student of music, he That's loves wonderful. classical music. Everybody around me, as I say, loves music. And music is the only truth in our family, actually. Yeah. And you've said music fine tunes us as human beings, right? Yeah. That's so wonderful. But I can't let you go without singing something for an audience. <laughs> Anything that's your favorite. Thank you.